0: What you? What I'm different. What you? What What you? you? you?
1: the for tuning in to Rebel Assault Live Stream, I'm your host Marky Debray coming to you in these COVID nineteen times. We are recording on this Monday. It would be great if I had the date, so let me just go ahead and check here because I'm not even sure of today's date because you know what? I've been in the house so long that I don't even know what's happening. Today is the thirteenth. Whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or one of the eleven other platforms, we are happy to have you. We are initiating a lot of our social media, so you can join us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, and um, what's the other one? Uh, I'm not even going to worry about it right now. TikTok. Yes. Someone is actually working on TikTok to create quirky videos for you. So I'm going to go in and uh, introduce you to some of our panelists that are joining us today. First of all, I'd like to say hello to Sam. Sam. Samuel Kuchera is an international entrepreneur. He's a person who's lived in Asia, Australia, and North America. He is a very strong-minded guy when it comes to being pro-Trump and all of the good things that Trump is doing for the country. I happen to disagree. I'd like to go ahead and say hello to Sam. Sam, how are you feeling today?
2: I feel good, man. How are you?
1: You know, I have been better and I have been worse, so I think that's a good thing. I would like to then go ahead and introduce my good buddy, Brian Parker. Brian Parker, who uh, works remotely. She uh, is a parent. He has attended the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. He is a person that comes in from the left swinging, and he comes swinging hard. How are you, Brian Parker?
3: I'm good, my brother. How are you? (laughs)
1: happy to hear your voice thank you very much i then would like to go in and uh say hello to another colleague who had the joy of listening to a conspiracy video that i hope he had the chance to watch all the way through he is a person that when i told him the subject of the video he started laughing his name is evan engel he has worked as a journalist before he's worked for some Burns. i believe evan you said you worked you've written for the wall street journal
4: is that correct videos i've done videos for the wall street journal yes okay
1: well, well that's good enough for me okay videos for the wall street <laughs> journal um and did you get a chance to watch last night's video uh, evan
4: you know i watched some of it i can't say that i watched all three hours of that of that conspiracy theory movie but i i skimmed some of it yeah but it was a good story correct you know, I, I'm i familiar with some of that already. So, it, it you know, I, I've heard it all before.
1: You've heard it all before. Sounds like the name of a pop song. Okay. And then I'd like to introduce Miss um, Nurka Encarnacion. She is a person who is a first-generation um, Dominican-American. I mention that because of the fact that sometimes we we discredit what our uh, – first-generation immigrant American populations bring to the table. And she's a person, i like to call her today's Evan Evan Brockovich. I was about to call you Evan Brockovich, Um, Nyarka. She uh, (laughs) is someone who has dug in. She gets the facts. She makes her voice known, and she loves to be part of the conversation. Nyarka, how are you feeling today?
0: Oh, I feel a little, um, what is the word? I wouldn't say stressed, but... It's just a lot of um, things going on this week. Um, It's like happy mode and then like kind of like what the hell is going on mode.
1: Right, right. What the hell is going on? That is the perfect segue into today's topic. Just recently, I have found out that Bernie Sanders, uh, the burners, are not happy. Bernie Sanders has dropped out of the Democratic primary. That leads one person, that leaves Mr. Joe Biden going against Donald J. Trump. So one of the things we'd like to know is who is the knockout favorite? Now, some Bernie voters won't vote for Biden. And you know, Brian, I'd like to start with you. Some Bernie voters will not vote for Joe Biden.
3: Is yeah. that a vote for Trump? Oh, absolutely. You know, the funny thing was, is that I really thought that the last time around that the Bernie people truly just had a problem with Hillary Clinton. And I understood that because even though I was going to vote for Hillary myself, I understood that there were a lot of flaws that she had. I just figured that um, she was the better choice than Donald Trump. I don't understand people that are so dug in that if their candidate isn't the one, then they basically just say, then I'm not going to vote at all. Because what that really tells me is, is that you really aren't for democracy. You're really just for your person. And if that person doesn't win, then you're just going to take your proverbial ball home and and, uh, stop playing the game just because your candidate didn't win. So that's what I'm really seeing is that a lot of, not all Bernie people, but a lot of the Bernie people Either they're A, just going to do what they did last time and not vote, or B, they're just going to try to vote for a third-party person. And we all know how the third-party thing works, is that you're basically diluting the vote, and that will definitely benefit Trump more than it benefits Biden.
1: Benefiting Trump, that scares some of the left people. You, you were about to say something, Evan. Um, I was trying, to, was trying to formulate a question, but you made a comment there?
2: Uh, Sam Evan. did.
1: <laughs> yes, Andrew, wasn't sorry. Okay, sorry about that, Evan. Go ahead, Sam. You wanted to add something, right, quick?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Brian. Um, don't you feel that this is the same as what people have done when the the race came down to Hillary and Trump? Don't a lot of people? Yes. A lot of people voted for Hillary just because they didn't want to vote for Trump. So they well, would no, no,
3: I. I... Well, no, 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 no. Actually, what happened with a lot of the Bernie people is is that they felt like Bernie got screwed by Hillary and they use that as a reason to say, fuck off, Hillary, we're going to vote for Jill Stein or we're going to vote for Trump or then a lot of them just didn't vote at all. That did not benefit Hillary at all when uh, Bernie uh, did not get the nomination. I don't think there's anything out there that suggests that. All right. It, 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 went to, it went to Trump one or two ways. It directly went to him because you had a lot of Obama people that did not like Hillary that said, we're going to vote for Trump and give him a try. Or you had uh, some of the Bernie people that started voting for Jill Stein, who was a third party candidate. And then you had another piece of them that just basically said, fuck it, we're not going to vote for anybody, which then benefits the Republican.
2: Right, and then for the short time that I've been back here, I've also met a few people who have said I voted for Hillary just because I didn't want to vote for Trump. So, yeah, so, oh, then it uh, not, so it goes. So it does go four ways.
1: Fair wow. enough. Okay, so I I'm going to throw this conversation in a bit of a different direction. And Sam, I'm glad that you commented. You're a person who. Um, has lived in Asia, primarily. You've lived in China. You've done business with the Philippines, and you're a person who feels that having Trump in office has its benefits. Um, I'm gearing the question now toward Evan because Evan, uh, there was a video that was sent to me by one of our usual correspondents, who um, I, you know, I I, I don't want to call him a conspiracy theorist, but I I don't know what other word to use right now. Evan, I'd like you to describe to me the parts of the video that you watched last night. At, and at the end of this video, uh, it begins with criticizing Trump. And at the end of the video, it basically correlates Trump with Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> Evan, go ahead. You, every time I mention the video, you laugh.
4: Yeah. Listen, there's – there's the conspiracy theories that have, that have sprung up since Trump have been really – entertaining and and what's really crazy is is how far they've gone and how kind of self-sustaining they are at this point. Like people have created an entire world in here that uh that just doesn't exist. The the one that we watched that that you sent me last night, you know, it dealt with all this the sort of qAnon stuff that uh that I think we're all familiar with and the, and the qAnon stuff is largely about uh like pedophilia and child molestation and it casts Trump as this Heroic crusader who's going around and, and breaking up you know child pedi- ch- child sex rings you know I mean never mind that the guy was you know tight with Jeffrey Epstein but whatever uh, and then there's there was more in there about very good uh, point
1: by the way very good yeah point.
4: not a
2: good point yeah point not a good point at all you just tied him in there but for what reason there's nothing on him at all regarding that so why would you even tie him into it just because he was affiliated with the men in whatever way he also uh, asked the men to leave his parties uh, at one time. So why would you even go there,
4: Evan? Why would you even do that? Because well, hmm. I mean, I mean, there's there's footage of him, you know, partying with the guy, you know, and the Buffalo Bills cheerleaders. Which as a as a Buffalo Bills fan hurts me, you know that that stings. Well, but that would, uh, but personal, no, I mean that
2: would be personal. But you tied him, you purposely tied him up with uh, this 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 uh, proven pedophilia this proven um, yeah. um, sex slave driver, whatever you want to call him, right? You purposely yeah. try to Trump up just because he knows the guy. He also asked the guy to leave a party. He also asked the guy not to not to be bothered with him anymore. So why why wouldn't you say that? I
4: I don't know anything about that. All I know is I've seen footage ah. of him partnering with him. I've, re- I've read the quotes. I've read the quotes of Trump where he's quoted and he's talking about Jeffrey Epstein. He says, you know, they say Jeffrey Epstein likes some of the girls even younger than I do. You know, like, that's, uh, that's, that's weird stuff, man. That, that is, is that weird, weird stuff. And, There's plenty of guys that you, –
2: well, you've been I, to the Philippines. There's plenty of guys that like younger girls. Younger does not have to mean underage. It just means
4: younger. If you read more into it, isn't that on you? It's – but hang on, Epstein – but we know this about Epstein, right? We know that Epstein – we know what younger meant in the case of but what, Epstein.
2: But what, so for you Trump, said was, so for, what you said was he was quoted saying, Epstein likes some younger than me. Younger than I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean it's, it is under
4: age. It just means younger than I do. Why would you but, read that? But, we know, but we, know what, we know what younger meant for Epstein. Epstein 20, wasn't some guy right. who was into like 19-year-olds. Like we know what Epstein was into, right? So oh, for wow. Trump to like allude, allude that he knows what that is, for Trump to allude like, oh, yeah, like a, something I've heard about this guy. Let's go party together. You know it's Evan, some weird stuff, man? Why Evan you and Sam, give me a second here.
1: Why would- Evan and Sam, I'm sorry guys. Give me a second here because I'm, I'm hearing where you guys are going with the conversation. Nyurka, I'd like you to come into the conversation here for a second because you're a woman and you have a daughter. Um, I don't know how old your daughter is, but do you have any problem with this conversation
0: here? Um, it's just that I've researched this, um, very profoundly and it's just a lot more deeper than what we're talking about. Um, Epstein and Trump and all of this, um, there is something going on right now in the works. And actually we have results last night in which 35,000 children were rescued from the tunnel. Um, This is is a situation that has to be very profoundly researched because we need to find justice for those children who have been under this abuse and the rabbit hole goes very, very, very deep. And I am just so grateful that something is being done. Whether Trump is guilty or not, obviously he's doing something about it. Um, I know okay. someone- so you feel very, that Trump no, is
1: doing something?
0: Okay. Something mm-hmm. is being done. I mean, we see the results. I, I just posted a, a huge article from an investigator reporter, Because for you to be a reporter, you have to investigate in order to get to the truth. And I know someone very dearly who was kidnapped during the Obama administration for exposing this children abuse. And the only person who was able to help him out was me. Because everyone in his surrounding was being threatened by the FBI. And he he appointed me as his a power of attorney. And I contacted the attorney who was representing him, who had, um, who had interests with the pedophile themselves. And these are very powerful people, very powerful people who were getting off
1: Okay. I, so, I, that so- I did, I did not go, I'm sorry to, to, to interject here. I'm shocked at the information that you're giving us here on the program. Um, I didn't even expect this to go into that direction. What I, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, 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 and I, and I want you to elaborate some more. What, what surprises me when I'm listening to Sam and when I'm listening to Evan is the fact that we, we start, we were talking about, uh, uh we were talking about a, a conspiracy theory video that defends Trump. What surprised me is that uh, I I was hearing Sam ask some questions of Evan, which suggests that maybe Evan was trying to make an association between Trump and pedophilia. What concerns me is the fact that um, at the end of the day, we are the company that we keep. We are the company that we keep. And one judges you in that regard. And so if we're constantly associating with people that are operating outside of the rules, then eventually people are going to look at us and say, and, and say who are you? Um, but
0: but the, I, difference, I, the difference is in you knowing whether you do something or not. Because if you know and you do nothing, then, you, then you're part of it, you see? Because sometimes we associate with people and we don't know who they are. Or maybe we do, and then when we find out, it's up to you whether you're going to do something or not. And sometimes, sometimes, and many times doing something requires a lot of work and it requires a lot of, uh, a lot of stamina and courage to do so.
1: Okay. Okay. So, um, so, so, so as, so as a mother uh, of a young girl, Mm -hmm. there is, you, you, you feel that Trump is doing what he can do within his power to address the situation. You're informing the panel that as recently as yesterday, there was a big uncovering of, of a ring, sort of of, 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 of an underage ring, of a smuggling ring of children, whether they be men or, or young men or young women, We, I, I'm not sure. I didn't hear you. But um, in, in continuing on with this, I'd like to go back to Evan. Evan, I'd like you to just elaborate a little bit more on what 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 information you took away from the video. I, 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 because I feel the video somehow relates to what New York is speaking of right now, but go ahead. I Evan, you were saying,
4: I mean, my, my big takeaway from, from a video like that, and I've seen lots of videos like that. Uh, but my big takeaway from something like that is that it's, it's, you know, it's amazing what, uh, what people can, can create in their heads sort of it's, it's really what what a conspiracy theory really is. Especially one like this where the the video that I watched, you know, it was it was, you know, dissecting photos and looking really close into photos and saying, well, this guy's smiling in this photo. And isn't that weird? And that 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 guy shouldn't be smiling. And like that must mean that there's, you know, a a pedophile ring or something. Um, The way that what a conspiracy theory really is, is it's a game. It's a mass uh, multiplayer online role playing game. And, and it's ways of taking information that's out there and having fun with it and saying, you know, well, if you arrange it this way, you can create this kind of story. And Mm. and it's a fun story. It's a compelling story. And people say, Oh, that's a cool story. And I'm going to add to that. And I'm going to add, and now we take this apart and we take that apart. And, and basically it's a, it's a, it's a way to, to tell it's it's mass storytelling. It's fun. It's 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 when I was a kid, we used to sit around a campfire and we I would tell part of a story and then my friend would tell the next part and then my other friend would tell the next part. And that's how we would tell a story. And and conspiracy theories kind of function the same way. Okay. It's so kind of, it's kind of everybody chipping in to tell the story and, and getting lost in it. So
1: just so so that our audience is clear, um, this is a video that suggests that there is a child conspiracy theory on the deepest levels of government, of banking, of royalty, and of world powers that is is in, in Hollywood, that is in the business of smuggling children. And within this video, it shows certain symbolism whether it be a, a code of preference of young boys preference of young girls or simply having sex with children that it, it goes to show you movies it goes to show you certain uh, codes in advertising um, that suggests that we're communicating to those that are picking up on the symbolism that we support this type of lifestyle uh, accusations were went were were were, were brought as far as accusing um, the the papacy of engaging in this type of behavior, now I, I must add, um, and, and and again, this this pulls away from the Biden and Trump Trump conversation, but I, I, you know I must add that we are having an issue with the Catholic Church, and we are having the issue of uh, young boys and young women saying that they were molested and saying that they were. Uh, uh, sexually violated can we all agree that this is a current issue right now within the church is everybody in agreement on that or is there anybody that disagrees
4: it, it certainly has been an issue f- with the church for a long time yeah
1: oh okay so it, it it brings me to my next question my next question is um joe biden has been accused of uh groping of uh of of, of touching inappropriately and a, a sort of womanizing Donald Trump has been accused of, uh, you know, the grabbing women by the pussy comment, the uh, the soliciting prostitution, and, um, and 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 just going as far as to as to being accused of devaluing women. Sam, I'd like to ask you when when we're talking about Joe Biden here, and when we're talking about Donald Trump. You were very, very passionate a moment ago when you wanted to be sure that the association wasn't made between Trump and uh, and and the pedophilia. But 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 I must but I must ask you: should should one not be considered? Should should one be more discerning about the company that they keep? Yes. Yes, they they, they should
2: okay. be. You should, you, you, you kind of have to pick and choose who's your company. I do agree with that, uh, but at the same, on the, on the flip side of that, uh, I think it's wrong when people pass judgment just by the company that you're keeping. Like that would let's say, let's say, let's say Epstein would be the bad apple in in his whole crowd, and, and I'm not saying it is, but let's just say, hypothetically, well, he looks like it, huh?
1: <laughs> yes, if he looks like it right now. he's dead he's he's, you know for whatever reason he's dead
2: yeah well if he happened to have been the only bad apple right uh the saying that you're referring to is tell me the past five tell me the five friends that you keep and i'll tell you who you are or tell me the five books that you read i'll tell you who you are right so i've always heard it with, with five yeah you've mentioned one right you've mentioned jeffrey epstein one and all of a sudden uh, there should be this automatic perception of who Trump is, and I don't think that that should be the case. Now, if you want to name five or more okay. people, you know maybe we can talk about it. But if you're going to mention one okay. person, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Well, well,
1: well. Um, I, you know, when it, when it comes to, when it comes to Trump. Uh, You know, when we we, we look at when we look at someone like FC, when we look at someone like Prince Andrew, when we look at someone like, um, you know, like Kim of of North Korea, when we look at someone like Putin, uh, when we look at someone and and, and the list goes on and on and on. And that's four people right there. So I'll leave the fifth one vacant. But I will say that um, Trump has been Trump has been in this question, in this position before where he's been. Question about his affiliations, and so um, we're at a place right now where we're 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 having a conversation about who's the better choice. Um, Brian, I'd like to ask you: uh, when it comes to Biden versus Trump, is this any different than the Hillary versus Sanders? Is this any different than um, I don't know than uh, bit than Bush? versus uh, the former Vice President Gore. Go ahead,
3: Ryan, take that away. I mean, you still got two white people going against each other. So there's no diversity. Um, But one thing that you said earlier that I kind of had a little qualm with, Biden hadn't really been accused of groping anyone. Biden's problem is, is that he's old school and people like hugs from Uncle Joe, and sometimes Joe gets kind of accused of being a little too close to people, maybe making them somewhat uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I, I really have to draw a line in the sand with that is, is that that is a little bit different than someone being accused of sexual assaulting someone, touching them without their consent. Being in somebody's personal space and making them feel a little bit uncomfortable is way different than bragging about whether you can grab somebody by their genitals and it'd be okay because you're a star and they let you do that when you're a star.
1: True. Um, but do, we do know that the right is going to pull this up eventually and that, that accusations are uh, going to come uh, out of the
3: book. Well, I mean, I, of I course. And we and we have to do what we always do is fact check them on that.
1: Well, okay. I hear that fact Sam fact wants to add something in.
2: Yeah. I think that you should ahead, fact Sam. check the fact that Joe Biden has been accused of um, sexual assault against a girl named Tara Reid back in 1993. Uh, Just thought I would throw that out there in terms of the groping, and you said that he's never groped anyone, but I'm just saying. Go on. Well, um, well, um, well,
1: okay,
3: well, he's been accused of. One second, Evan.
1: Go ahead, ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Brian.
3: No, 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 I'll let Evan jump on that too, but I mean, you just said he's been accused of. Trump has admitted on tape that he has done it. Right. Yeah, yeah, but Again, right. I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying, and I'm not saying that if someone accuses you of something that shouldn't be vetted, uh, but just, uh, vetting that and somebody admitting on tape that they've actually done it and see no problem with doing it is two totally different things. Right.
4: Well, I Adam, was just, so you wanted to add something right quick. Just um, uh, just uh, I think I think both Sam and Brian are raising good points here. Right. I think I think Brian is is right. that most of the stuff we hear about Biden is not you know, it, it, it seems to me, he doesn't get personal space and that's weird and it's old school, but it's not exactly the same thing as sexual assault. But, but Sam is right. Like Biden has also been accused of what is not a violation of personal space, but is actually sexual assault. That mm. said, you know, Brian's also right. Again, the dozens of people, dozens of women have accused Trump with, with just the same credibility as, as Trump, as Biden's accuser, rather dozens of women have, have accused Trump of the same thing. And Trump has bragged about it, right? We've heard him brag about it. So it's, you know, it's, I, it, neither one is great. Like I, like, I don't, I don't love that Biden has been accused and what sounds like a pretty definitive, it, you know, I, it sounds very believable. It, it fits with what we know of Biden and and the woman sounds very believable about it. And, and, you know, it, I, I don't like that. I, I don't like that. Trump is accused of, of the same thing times 12. Right.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, okay. There, <laughs> okay. Like, I, I Go ahead. America, no, there there are sort of videos
0: a, that exist um, where Biden like it, uh, is it, Sam, Sam, on
1: stage.
0: Sam, on one second, please.
1: 70. Sam, one second. Sure. Sam, one second. I'm sorry. Nyoka is speaking. Go ahead. New there New are videos
0: that exist. Um, yeah, I
1: mean,
0: yeah, there you, are videos you're, you're that exist want, huh? that... Bi- mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I have the microphone too close. There are videos that exist where Biden is up on stage Go and ahead, there please. are children up on stage with him and the parents... And Biden makes it a point to come behind that child, go uh, and and takes their faces and kiss them. There is there are boundaries when it comes to dealing with children, and the way that he deals with it, it does not look any way proper. Okay. Because someone does that to to my child, and believe me, I'll be I'll be raising hell. And those parents stand there like like oh, it's part of their lifestyle. No, it isn't. Okay. It isn't.
1: Sam, I think you were trying to add something earlier, and I don't know if you're able to hear Nyarka, but you were speaking while she was speaking. So would you add what you were adding before, Sam?
2: Oh, no, I was just saying how um, when I addressed it, it was only meant to address the fact that uh, when you pointed the question to Brian, that it was based on the accusations. You know, So when Brian came back and said, you know, yeah, but he's been accused and blah, blah, blah. So I was just addressing that. That's how it all started. It was based on your question, which was about accusations.
1: Okay, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just add as the host of this show, I've been accused of many things. I've been accused of being a criminal. I have been accused of uh, of uh, being desperate. I have been accused of, of of being racist. I have been accused of of being a thief, uh, of a loser. There are many things that I'm accused of, and. I just don't understand why we're giving such credibility to the accusations. Do we not live in a country where, um, until we until we're put through a jury of our peers, that we're we're, we're considered innocent? What what's ever happened to that period, um, Brian? Do you want to add on that?
3: Yeah, I mean, what happened? What happened to it was is that we all, and that's left, right whatever you call yourself, we all have uh, gotten away from that because you see what you see from the point of view that you stand from. If you root from the left, you see everything with the left lean. If you root from the right, you see everything with the right lean. If you're a conspiracy theorist, then you're just waiting for uh, something crazy to happen. So you can say, aha, you know, we've all done that. And it has taken away the whole lot. We're in an era right now where Someone can fact check, fact check, fact check, fact check. And if it does not line up with what you believe and where you stand politically and from a uh, and, and just and just from, you know, your own personal standpoint, you tend not to believe it. Uh, now we call it fake news and we we, uh, we 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 discredit it because it doesn't line up with um, where we personally believe anything to be. So there's no more guilty to a proven innocent. You're guilty because I wanted you to be guilty before I even heard about it. And now that I hear about it, only adds to the fact that I knew that your ass was guilty anyway.
1: Okay. I'm going to get a little bit personal here just because I can. And Sam hates it when I get personal. Yeah,
3: I it.
1: Um, <laughs> Sam, have I ever given you a hug before? <laughs>
2: yeah, of course. Yes. Why?
1: Of course. Okay. And as a gay man, have I, do you feel that ever, at any time I've ever touched you um, that there's been mm-hmm. anything inappropriate?
2: With me? Yeah. Yes. Did you like it?
1: <laughs> 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 well, That's not the question. The question was yeah, do you question. feel I've you've been inappropriate?
3: Have okay, you thought about it since? Yeah.
1: Okay. You've Go ahead, pro- Sam. You were saying?
2: No, you've been proper.
1: I've been proper. Okay. Evan, I'd like to give you a hug. Would you feel that 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 statement is appropriate?
4: Yeah, I think that's fine.
1: Okay, that's fine. Um, And uh, Mirka, you're a woman. If I wanted to give you a hug, and and if I came behind you and wanted to give you a hug, would you feel that was appropriate?
0: Well, it depends.
1: Depends on what? Uh,
0: well, it depends the motives. Um, it depends whether I know you that well for you to cross that line. Did I like um, you? Okay. I, mean, I mean, you and I have had um, interchange. And um, yes. just, I don't know, out of my character, I am just very blunt and very, and, and, and I just speak out, you know? And one of, well, I remember very well, That one time you came to me, I I shaved off my hair, you came to me and you insisted that I I relax my hair. I kept telling you, no, I did not relax my hair. This is my natural hair. And then Mm. since you insisted so much because that's your character, I told you something that made you walk away. I said to you, oh yeah, because this is the same text. My hair on top is the same texture as my hair. And then when I said that, you just like walked away. Okay. But- This came, this came from a moment that I didn't know you that well. And you kept insisting, insisting on something that, you know, it was in your mind. So in Mm. order for me to bring out the facts to you, I just said Mm. it bluntly. But, you know, it's a way Mm -hmm. of getting to know each other. There are boundaries in in which people have in whether they know each other very well or they don't.
1: Okay. You know? So, in other words, there have been statements that I've made to you that may have crossed the line and have been inappropriate, correct?
0: Um, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't inappropriate. It was insisting. You were insisting, insisting, okay. insisting, and then just to make it clear to you that it was not what you thought it was, I just made it very clear and very blunt. <laughs> okay. It's. It's that you uh, walked away. <laughs>
1: Right. So it sounds by your statement that I was probably ignorant or, or unaware of the full scope of what was happening. Would that be safe to say?
0: That is correct.
1: Okay. So guys, let's let lady and men, let's, let's come back here for a second. Uh, we've called Trump a genius and we have said that Biden is gaff prone. So, when we're making statements that will refer to a woman's vagina or when we're grabbing a woman from behind and deciding to give her a kiss, are we are we aware of what's happening? Evan, would you like to go ahead and take that?
4: I mean, some people aren't aware, I guess. You know, it, it, that's the charitable view. The charitable view of, of these guys is, oh, they're just old school, you know, touchy-feely guys and it's, it's not malicious. But – the fact is, maybe they are aware. And certainly, you know, with what we've been through with the Me Too movement, certainly we've seen that some people are very aware of what they're doing. You, I, I get your question, Marquis, but you, you know, it's, it's, and this is something that I think, that I think uh, Eureka was, was speaking well to, is that, is that women's bodies get treated differently than, than men's bodies. You know, even even among among you know people people who who are sexually attracted to men's bodies still don't treat men's bodies the way that, that they treat women's bodies. Nobody in the, in anywhere I've ever worked, nobody has ever ca- walked up behind me and just started giving me a massage and and whispered in my ear and said, "You look tense. You got to chill out." <laughs> no <laughs> one's ever done that to me. Ask any woman.
0: And when it yeah, comes to, that ever you to you. It.
1: Good, go
0: ahead please, to, please add. when, when it comes to old school, men are not very are not touchy feeling they are very sensitive to the way their their children are being treated because i I was raised around a lot of uncles and my father did not allow and, and not even allowed it's just no uncle will sit me on their laps, which is why I have a problem with sitting children on Santa Claus laps. The, men, the men's lap, I, As, and that's old school. That's old school. So old school I, was not was fun. not that men came over to you and kissed you and, and was all touchy-feely. Old school was that men knew the difference of a child and knew, and knew the boundaries.
1: And I'm going to counter that because in the African-American community, and there are going to be a lot of listeners that I'm going to piss off, um, in the African-American community, it, it is an issue. And I do believe that in certain Latino communities, it is an issue with the uncle. Uh, and we do, and some of us say Uncle Joe Biden. Um, okay. We have uncles that will say, "Oh, give me a hug," and, and and when they know that we're a woman and we're you know a 34D or 36D, we want them to give us a nice tight hug. Um, yeah. There are certain things that do cross a boundary, you know, or 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 you know the, the 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 person that says, "Give me a kiss on the lips." And certain times there's children that feel that that's out of bounds. Um, but you know, I, you know, I want to ask you all: Is it is Biden a viable option to challenge Trump? They nope. seem like they're two sides of the same coin. Sam, you say no. Go ahead, tell us why.
2: First of all, everybody knows that he's losing his damn mind. I mean that's just obvious, you know. They they would. The in
1: his mind. mind. Excuse me. I thought you were talking about Trump.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> in the beginning, in the beginning of Trump's presidency, that was the common thing. is he fit? Is he mentally fit? Is he physically fit? And he passed both the tests. But when you can obviously look at um, Biden and watch the man, the way he forgets the way he stutters, doesn't know what state he's in, doesn't know what, what who's his wife and who's his
3: daughter. You you, know, do man. you really want to go there? You, you really want to defend Ooh. that? You really want
2: to – go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go
3: I'm ahead. not defending that. I'm not going to defend that because huh. there have been times when Joe, Joe has looked like he's lost a step. But if you want to talk about being on camera – and showing that you have cognitive command of what it is that you're saying. Sam, that's a hard one. We have a whole week of tape just from last week where this crazy son of a bitch has said some of the craziest stuff on camera.
2: Example.
3: What metrics are you going to use? I'm going to use my mind. And Brian,
1: who are we considering crazy here? I'm I'm talking about
3: uh, Donald J. Trump. Okay, I just wanted to be clear because... I mean, we've uh, had a whole week of him doing his uh, uh, campaign rallies and just saying some of the craziest, most ignorant, buffoonish things on camera.
2: Such I agree.
3: I, 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 again? New for
1: one second. Uh, one second. Continue, Brian. Before before you speak, Sam, go ahead, Brian. I want you to finish your statement. Uh,
3: okay. I, I think the sentiment was going to be like, what what is he said that was so crazy and buffoonerish? Um... Well, we're fighting a virus that is very smart. Um, Viruses don't have characteristics of being smart. Nobody knew about this. We didn't know about this. You just didn't pay attention. Um, He keeps uh, talking about um, uh, there's no problems with PPEs and personal equipment, yet we're getting documentaries from doctors and nurses and all kinds of workers from hospitals talking about the things that they're going through and everything else. So he wants to keep painting all these rosy pictures like everything is great, everybody loves me, um, people can't believe what I've done for them, what we're doing for them and everything else. Yet you see all these medical staff people constantly on air uh, talking about the challenges that they still face. And it's like, okay, are you gonna believe Trump or are you gonna believe um, the people that are actually in these fields day in, day out, seeing people live, seeing people die, and all these different things, yet he has the nerve to stand on stage and talk about these things. And even people in his own party now are starting to vocalize that, you know what, you're up there too long. You need to let the medical staff lead these things. And what does he do the very next day? He holds a two hour press conference where it's just him talking.
1: Wow. Um, I'd like to add something here right quick, guys, if I may. Um, I'm going to read a statement from the the Stuttering Foundation in regards to the former vice president. As a current presidential candidate and former vice president of the United States, Joe Biden is required to speak in public at high-profile events more often than most. It's no secret that Vice President Joe Biden has struggled with a stutter throughout his life, but it makes it all the more impressive and inspiring that he has risen to um, the second-highest office you can possibly hold in the United States. Now, guys, let's, let's keep in mind that Joe Biden has a stuttering issue. And I don't know if that's reflective on his mental state. Uh, I, I have uh, gotten into situations myself as the host of this show. You guys have heard me um, during times of high, high anxiety. I might trip over a word or two. I, I think it's par for the course. I don't know if it's fair to make a, a judgment on his mental state, but Sam, wouldn't you? It, it, it's a hard. It's hard for me to hear you say that uh, you are questioning Joe's mental state when Brian makes some good points that Trump has been called out a few times for for quite a few gaffes. Wouldn't you right. say? Right. Can, can, so, can you admit that? So okay. What
2: Brian What Brian is calling out is not in comparison to what I was talking about, Joe Biden. Joe Biden stuttering, not a big deal. Joe Biden forgetting who his wife is. And it never will be. It never will be. Joe Biden forgetting who his wife is, now there's a big deal, right? What you were saying, Brian, regarding Trump was nothing to do about his mental capacity. What he was doing was he was stating whatever he believed to be true in that moment, whether it's a lie or not, that's in that moment. But what Biden is doing is clearly his mind is going And you guys just don't want to admit that you guys, you guys refuse to see that. We say the the same same thing about Trump though. The problem I fear is Mm -hmm. that you're going to wind up being completely embarrassed when this thing goes toe to toe on a debate stage.
1: That's what I fear for you. Interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Evan, I'd like to ask you um, a question. Sam, um, Sam is clearly in defense of the current commander in chief. Um, And at one point, there was no Trump. There was Obama. And um, Joe Biden was considered Obama's right-hand man. Um, Evan, would you say that um, Joe Biden was a, a critical part of the Obama administration?
4: Uh, you know, there's reports that, that seemed to indicate that he was a big part of it for sure. Especially when it came to Iraq and, and, uh, what was going on there that said, you know, there's a lot of things about Joe Biden's record and, and I hate to say it, but part of the Obama record too, that, that isn't stuff that we w- would would want to do again. You know, there's, there's stuff that we could grow from and learn from and do a better job of. And, uh, and a lot of that is stuff that Joe Biden is associated with, you know, some of the worst parts of, of America in the last 20, 30 years were stuff that Joe Biden was, was a big part of. You think about well, the Patriot Before Act. the presidency. Oh, the Patriot yeah, yeah, Act, before, right. Before the presidency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before the Obama presidency. Uh, but certainly, I mean, listen, I don't know what went on behind the scenes of the Obama administration, but to hear Obama tell it, Joe Biden was his, was, yeah, exactly that. His right-hand man, Joe Biden, or Obama gave him the, the highest uh, honor a civilian can have, right? The, the presidential medal of freedom. Was that, was that what it was? He gave he gave Biden some huge award that the last person to get it before Biden was the pope, uh, which which obviously meant a lot to Biden as well. So uh, so to hear Obama tell that, you know, Biden was a big part of the scene.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, I'm thinking uh, I'm going off subject here and I'm thinking about what we call the beer summit. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to get the name right. Dr. Gates, I believe yep. is Dr. Is it is name Henry Lewis Gates? That's Am I one. saying yeah, no,
3: that's
1: he, it. It. Yep. he is the professor that lives in Cambridge, Massachusetts? Cambridge is known to be a very diverse city. It is in the Boston metropolitan area. It is the home of Harvard University and MIT. Uh, Dr. Gates being a professor. Uh, best known for his uh, genealogy research, is a name that one would think is is, uh, well-known and well-recognized, especially in the city of Cambridge. He went to go into his home, and a neighbor called the police. A neighbor didn't recognize that he was going into his own home, and what ensued is that a white officer approached him about entering into his own home. So apparently the the officer didn't recognize him either. At the end of the day, there were uh, racist accusations that were being made, and that is what led to this situation going as high as uh, the the administrative level, where they heard about this incident, Dr. Henry Gates being uh, stopped, going into his own home. Um, And we were at the point where the president of the United States had to have a beer with a civilian. Um, Joe Biden oh, was part uh, of that uh, Now Sam you may not know of this situation But uh, Brian I'm going to let you elaborate on it a little bit Because you sound like you, you know the situation I'm talking about
3: Well what happened was Everything you said is right But the way it came down to the beer summit was And th- this is so funny how things have changed In the last eight years Obama was asked How he felt about it And he used the word stupidly Yeah to describe the way that the officer responded to the situation.
1: And, you and, were-
3: and yes, but the problem was the uh, Republicans lost their damn mind, almost like the whole tan suit thing, mm-hmm. where they said that he should not be commenting on uh, open cases and issues like that and that's not being presidential, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Which Trump does it all the time. Yeah, exactly. So now he's basically taken that and amplified it. But just in that situation, uh, because of the outrage and everything else, Obama saw that and uh, Biden saw that as an opportunity to say, you know what, let's bring this together. Let's sit everybody down that's affected and let's just talk about what went wrong, what our differences are and try to iron this out. So to their credit, though, when they saw that they were getting a lot of backlash instead of standing up in front of some uh, uh, audience and saying, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. It was perfect. Whatever you know, Obama would never say. Well, what I said was perfect. That was a, a read the transcript. That was perfect. I said. <laughs> you know, he, 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 what he did was okay. he, showed a, he showed a sense of humility and said, you know what? If I did speak out of turn, let's sit down together over a beer, and let's talk about this. And that's what became known as the Beer Summit.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, hmm. You know, I, I I appreciate what you're saying, Evan. Did you want to add something, right quick? Because I heard you make a quick giggle. So. Um, no, apologize.
4: no. I, I I'm with Brian on that. The the only thing I'd add is that it wasn't. You know, Gates wasn't just stopped by the cops at his door. He was actually arrested and jailed. Right. The oh, guy.
0: I'm yeah. Sure.
4: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If I if I'm remembering this correct, he was actually arrested and taken to jail from his own home. You know, the guy probably had photos up in his in his living room of himself. You know, and the cops still arrested him. Wow, wow. Yeah, so, so I get so for Obama to say the cops acted stupidly. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Okay. So like, um, I'm confused. How did we get on this from Biden?
1: Um. Well, you know, I I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to 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 just show some of Biden's track record over the years. Um, because that's going to lead me to my next question. Um, and I'd like to gear this question towards Sam and then Mirka. Can the right really claim nepotism in regards to the whole Hunter Biden sitting on the board of this company in, uh, in Ukraine?
3: Uh, Burisma.
1: Yeah, Sam, do, do, do you feel that, it, it, because we know that this is going to come up. In the election. Now that we know that Joe Biden is the nominee, we know this is going to kind come up in the election. Um, and the right wants to say, well, he, you know, his son got a seat on the board, and that was only because his father was vice president. Does the right have a right to claim nepotism here?
2: Why not? I think um, the people have the right. The people have the right to say that. I mean, the evidence is clear, and 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 you know that because. Of things, what Joe Biden said on video, like you're not going to get the money unless you fire the prosecutor. I don't know why everybody ignores that, point, that small it's, little point. That's small little out of context. Point. It's out of context. All right, so
3: it, it is so
2: Hunter Biden with zero background and energy goes overseas with his father, with his daddy, and comes back with a lucrative contract with zero knowledge. Now, forgive me, but if it was my company and my business. Would I put somebody on the, board of trust, uh, on the board of directors who has no knowledge of anything in my business, that can't even advise me of anything, and was kicked out of the armed forces because he was a crackhead? I probably would not. Would you, Brian? Or would you? Any of you?
3: Hmm. No, but have you ever heard of Jared Kushner, Ivanka Trump?
2: What about him? What's it got to do with that?
3: So, so Jared has some kind of medical experience to be heading a coronavirus task force? Ivanka has experience to be a uh, aide in the White House in uh, West Wing.
2: So these two individuals, they do have business background. So they only need oh, to and they're related to him. They only need to know how to run come a on, business, man. right? Where come on, man! You talking about you talking no. you talking about all the people in
3: Washington D.C. that have uh, higher credentials than them? Uh, Jared, for the longest, couldn't even uh, get a background check passed. Trump had to actually force it through. And you're telling me that there's other qualified people in Washington, D.C., in Arlington, Virginia, that could not have gotten those jobs. You're telling me that had nothing to do with nepotism.
2: I didn't, I didn't
3: say that. I didn't so, say that. So, so, so how can the pot hold the damn kettle black? Did, did Hunter Biden get that job because it, his last name was Biden? Absolutely. Should he have been able to get it? No. But I think Rudy Giuliani's son is actually working for the White House, too, isn't he?
2: I wouldn't know.
3: I don't know that one. Yeah, the answer is yes. Okay. So when we start talking about nepotism, I mean, that that's fine. Will I admit that Hunter Biden uh, probably got his job because his, jo- his uh, dad was Joe Biden? Yeah, probably. Would I have recommended that? No. But you got the biggest person violating the emoluments clause and nepotism every single day and it's all oh, it's okay because he's a businessman, and he's running the country like a business, and these people are business, have business acumen too, and it just made sense. Come on, man.
2: Well, no, I Come on. Mean, look I'm not Come defending, on. I'm not defending Trump on this point, all right
3: I'm yeah, not, but how how, how is he going to literally be able on a debate stage and point that out without pulling the plank out of his own eye?
2: I don't know. wish him good luck on that one. I don't know.
3: I agree with I, you on this I would too. I agree with you on this yeah, one. he, he can't.
2: Right, yeah, right. I mean, I
3: would almost be like, I would let that one just sail up under. I wouldn't even bring it up because then he would have to then address his own.
2: You're right. I agree with you. And good luck to him on that point. I favor his policies, not the man himself. I favor his
3: policies. Well, couldn't Mike Pence do the policies without having such a deplorable president?
4: Well, deplorable would be your own opinion. It is. He's asking. Uh, Jared Kushner's got a background in publishing, so so what's he doing handling peace in the Middle East? How does he qualify for that?
3: Exactly.
2: Oh, don't know. Oh, but the only thing
3: I can so say because is, he has a great he has a great relationship with uh, Mohammed bin Salman in the Saudis.
1: I don't know if that's good enough, guys. I'm sorry. I just don't know if that's good enough. Come on, it's guys. not good
3: enough. It's not.
1: It's we're talking about we're talking about Middle East peace. We're talking about the Palestinians and the Israelis, and we're talking about wars that have went on for a matter of centuries. Mm-hmm. But the guy is running a newspaper in New York City, um, the New York Observer. Does this qualify him to handle Middle East? But so we, if we're going to talk about Hunter Biden being ill qualified to sit on the board of, uh, of of an oil company in Ukraine, then how does Jared Kushner qualify? Um, and Sam, you mentioned that having a business background.
2: Well he's an investor, he's he's done real estate developments and and just to be clear, he's only serving as a senior advisor to his father in law, to to Trump. It means that, you know, Trump doesn't have to listen to him. Yeah? For for Oh, oh no for uh, that's a little scary these, though for um for policies between the countries I forgot what you call it all of a sudden but for those things you got Mike Pompeo
3: that's a, a state department
1: okay um you know guys we're down to 5 minutes and I am going to just make a couple of statements here um what we do agree upon is that uh Biden and Trump have said things in the past that are questionable. What we do agree upon is that Biden and Trump have both had relationships with women that are going to come up in the in the election process. Um, how they've handled women, how they've interacted with interacted with women, this is going to be a very very big deal with this whole me too movement. Um, I'd like to say uh, I'm going to give each of you, 15 seconds. Who is your knockout favorite for this election and why? Um, Mirka, I'm going to give you the first choice. If you are there, Mirka, can you hear me? Okay. She's speaking. I'm I'm not getting her there. So I'm going to go ahead and move to Evan. Evan, who's your knockout favorite?
0: Yes, I could hear you. Uh, and I mean, I've, he's just, not I've favorite been me. actually waiting for my turn. Okay.
1: Mirka, give me a second because I'm on to Evan. I'm going to come back to you. Evan, go ahead.
4: I, I mean, he's not my favorite in that I want him to win. But I, at this point, I would think that Trump is probably going to win.
1: Yeah. Why would you say that? Uh,
4: you know, I I think Biden has a lot of problems as a candidate. I think some of the things we've talked about here. Uh, and, you know, you would think that with everything that's happening here, with with the economy in and tatters and, and, you know, bodies piling up, you would think that that would be enough you, and that, and no sitting president should win after that. But one thing that we've learned, you know, just from doing this podcast every week. Uh, you know, people who like Trump really like Trump. And mm. and there's nothing that could happen in this reality that's going to dissuade them from, from supporting them. Okay. Uh, so I, I think he's probably going to win. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm going to move this over to Njerka. Njerka, I don't know if you have a delay, but I want you to give me one, two, three, if you can hear me.
0: Um, One, two, three. Can you hear me? Awesome. Well, uh- so I want
1: you... Go
0: ahead. What, what I wanted to um, go was into nepotism which was the part where I was waiting for my turn to speak uh, was that um, Hunter Biden is not the fact it's not just the fact that he got the job it's the corruption that was behind it because I understand that um, that Ivanka Trump she has a position she's actually the, the president's uh, advisor but is she being corrupt that is the question because I have here Hunter Biden yes. took 1.5 billion dollars from yes. China under the Obama administration watch while Obama and Biden were informed that China was housing Christians Falun Dafa practitioners Tibetans Uyghurs and other minority groups in camps and even killing them for their organs Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden are guilty of crimes against humanity article 1 mm. 2 three and four of the genocide concentration, along with penal code in his complaint. There is a huge complaint already out there unsealed. So the question is, it's not just the job, it's the corruption behind it.
1: Um, Okay. So that, that was really taking it into another direction. Um, I'm going to let Sam piggyback on what you said because I think Sam might be able to elaborate a little bit more. Um, Sam, she's she's talked about she's talked about Joe Biden and corruption and discovering bodies and all of this other stuff. Knockout favorite and why?
2: Knockout favorite is Trump. He's picked up the economy despite whatever gaps he may be talking about. Knockout favorite is Trump. He's handling the coronavirus situation very well. Knockout favorite is Trump. He's handling China like the baby that they are. Knockout favorite is Trump. He's the only businessman who can run this corporation properly.
1: Mm, okay, wow. Um, Evan, uh, I am going to let you pick up on this. And um, Sam has mentioned the economy, which right now was. Is-
4: We still got to hear from Brian. We still got to hear from Brian Parker.
1: Okay, so wait a minute. So would you rather Brian speak before you? Okay, you know what, Evan, I'm going to let you hold for a second. Okay, Brian, why don't you go ahead and add? Because Evan seems to want to bunt this over to you. Sam has mentioned the economy, which is right now is at a standstill. Sam has mentioned the healing of the virus. Uh, I, I right now am not, am not am instructed not to leave my house, but I work in media, so this is considered essential. He has mentioned China, which has basically caused the whole world to shut down, and he's mentioned being a businessman. Um, not you know we're not talking about any of those bankruptcies or any of those people that haven't been paid. What's your thought on all this and what Sam said?
3: I mean, it's what I would expect. It's what I would expect a a Trump supporter to say. I mean, you have to point towards his, uh, his perception of being a businessman. Just because you're in business and you run businesses doesn't make you a great businessman. It just means that you have had businesses. If you've had four bankruptcies, then I would almost say that that probably means that you don't know how to run your businesses. You cannot run the United States into the ground like you run your businesses into the ground where you do not pay the people that you owe money to and just basically thumb your nose up at them. Now, we're going to agree to disagree on that. So I won't stick on that. But as far as the odds on favorite, I don't think there's any odds on favorite right now because as long as this COVID 19 is hanging over our heads, as long as people go week after week filing unemployment claims and waiting on a $1,200 check that is yet to arrive to a whole lot of people, there's a lot of people out there hurting. There's a lot of people out there that are scared. There is no possibility that anybody can say, as of today, that there is anybody that's odds on favorite.
1: Okay, and um, you know, Evan, it's it, I, I, you, you tag team there, and you caught me off guard a little bit. I'm going to ask you a couple of strange questions. Have you ever had a Trump steak?
4: Have I ever had a Trump steak? Yes. No, I, I don't know. Have you ever had a Trump suit? No. Have you ever taken a
1: class at Trump University?
4: Never. Why not? For, I mean, I don't know. Because wh- what am I supposed to get out of that? Nothing. I mean, first of all, I don't. I don't. What? What are Trump steaks? You could just like order a steak by mail. I don't. I don't do a lot of that. Uh, I don't wear a lot of suits. And uh, and if I wanted to learn whatever Trump University hopes to teach me, I would have. I would have learned it from somebody else way before I learned it from Trump, and that's even before he became president. I just never. I, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is that people love about this guy, even before the presidency, it's just never, never hit with me. But he's
1: such a good businessman and he had such a great show on The Apprentice. Well, why? But he's 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 going against the grain he's draining the swamp. Evan, what is there not to like? Uh,
4: how much time you got, man? The show's almost over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> OK, uh, and give me your quick uh, 15 second summation. What do you what do you think? Uh, odds on favorite and why?
4: I, I I think Trump's going to win, man. I really do. I, I wish it weren't the case, but I think I think Biden is not the the candidate we need. I think Biden is not the the person that uh, excites people. I think the policies that he proposes are not the policies that get people excited. You know, so, Trump Trump yeah. won for a lot of reasons in 2016, but but one of them is that uh, the system as it existed back then wasn't one that was working for a lot of people, and a lot of people wanted something that was different. Biden is is not you know, offering something different from, from what we had back then. And, and yeah, that's, that's it. Wow.
1: Okay. That's, that is quite a day. So today's subject was Biden versus Trump. Who is the knockout favorite? It sounds like it's three versus one. It sounds like three of you are pro-Trump. Uh, well, one of you pro-Trump, are
4: pro-Trump. I just think, you know, don't ever oh. call me pro-Trump.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So what we will say is, I'm going to thank um, I'm going to thank Samuel Cachera. I'm going to thank uh, Evan Engel. I'm going to thank Brian Parker. I'm also going to thank Incarnacion Encarnacion um, for coming on, on with us on this um, Monday. And um, we know that part of this show has bled a little bit, for lack of a better word, into Tuesday. Um, I do know that we are going to be recording a longer show tomorrow on Wednesday, and tomorrow we are going to be discussing. Um, Puerto Rico declares martial law. Why is no one allowed to leave the house? I thank all of my panelists for being here today on Verbal Assault live stream. We are a political talk show uh, that uses real people discussing real issues in real time. And we are hitting from left, right, and center. And if you decide that you want to be part of this podcast, we do record remotely. So we do ask that you reach out to our director. And you can email him at castcrew, C-A-S-T, C-R-E-W 212 at gmail.com CastCrew 212 at gmail.com And you can be part of the conversation I'm your host Marquis Devereaux We look forward to you tuning in And joining us on Wednesday And I'm going to thank you And say please tune in then And have a great day Bye bye